Cray Cray Ray J H A H A H A. Um. Okay. You ready? Yeah. All right. One sec. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Beetlecast. I'm gonna use my shitty announcer voice. Oh no. Today you are joined by Devin, the CEO of Beetle Milk, and his dear friend Ghost Butter. <laughs> What's up, Ghost Buddy? You're gonna blow out your voice if you keep that going. Not much, man. Not much. <laughs> Just yeah. I, I feel like um. I don't feel very motivated today. So uh, we are going. I'm going to do something that motivates me. So one sec, one sec. Uh, da, 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 da. Good. Da, da, da. Okay, that one. Yep, that's right. Okay, cool. All right. There we go. Oh, here we go. Oh, shit. Here we go again. If I was gay, I would marry Jonathan Young. <laughs> and I, I'm, I might marry him anyway. Uh, I mean, if you decide to move to Utah, then go for it. Not only that, but in this version, Jason Page, the original singer's on it. Yeah. Dude, he, he sounds so good. He sounds amazing. Let's see. I'm going to get to the Jason Page part, and then we'll go into the podcast, I promise. I mean, we're in the podcast. This is in the podcast. I mean, it's, it's whatever. Like, we just vibing today, dude. Yeah. this I listen to this in the gym when I'm trying to act like I'm working out. <laughs> okay, check this out. He sounds so good. <laughs> so Jason Page, um, I don't know if you know this, but Jason Page actually is one of the people on my list of people who made a one really stupid decision that fucked them up for life. Um, Jason Page is the... Was that the guitarist that did the cover for it, or was that the original Pokemon singer? No, Joe, Jason Page was the original guy who sang the Pokemon theme oh, song that we he all did, know. Didn't he, yeah, didn't he not get, like, proper rights to it, or, like... No, um, well, close. What happened, basically, was they were like... So, whenever um you, like, work with a record label, you work with an artist, you work with anything else usually they'll have you do a contract and mm -hmm. the contract is very simple usually it's hey do you want a decent amount of money right now or do you want royalties and jason page um not knowing what a phenomenon <laughs> pokemon was gonna be um mm -hmm. asked for a lump sum oh no and oh no my dude did not know and oh. and uh he uh it's like uh, it's like uh, the same thing actually happened to kind of actually to the author of The Witcher. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I that one I know of, but also in his case, he was also being a bit of a dick about it because he like besides not believing that games were a thing anyway, he thought games were significantly inferior to books as well, and he was being pissy about it. So he's like, I don't think this is going to make any money, so I'm just going to take all my money now. And then there's like, but we, it, CD Projekt Red actively tried to give him like a contract to say like you'll get residuals because they, they kind they kind of knew, <laughs> but yeah, I actually watched gameplay um recently, of uh The Witcher one because I've never played it, and um, I'm actually shocked. I'm actually shocked at how um for its time how in depth it was, how good it looked, how um. I'm actually really shocked at it, and it, it like to me, it's there's no surprise whatsoever that mm -hmm. The Witcher went on to be what it became. Like this, just no, there's no surprise to it. It's you probably could tell back then, and um, but yeah, so uh, I didn't know that they were actively trying to um 
get him to sign the other kind of contract. Mm-hmm. I would think that that would mostly be because they're broke. Because CD Projekt Red, uh, The Witcher One was their first game. Yeah. So, um, I would think it's because they're broke and they didn't want to hand over that much cash at one time. Um, just so you guys know, though, what happened was after The Witcher became like a worldwide phenomenon. Um, Andrew, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, guys. It's Polish. I'm sorry. Uh, look it up. Uh, Andrew S., the author of The Witcher, what happened was he started complaining. You know, he was like, fuck, dude, like, this is my shit. Like, why? Like, I'm not getting paid off of it at all. And they're like, bro, we gave you this contract, like, you know, uh, stuff. And, you know, and, and Drew's all like, yo, that's that's not cool. But uh, so it actually went to court. And uh, CD Projekt Red renegotiated the contract with him. And so apparently now he's got a renegotiation. But uh, the thing about that is The Witcher 3 has already made its money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, CD Projekt Red, I mean, they got the last laugh in that situation. Um, it, and it's it, wild because they weren't trying to, like, I'm, I'm, there's a lot of instances where in which I won't always go to bad for corporations, but in this case, they were just like, we tried. <laughs> we actively tried, but the man was not hearing it. He, he didn't he didn't want to and then also my favorite thing is the author of um metro 2033 piped in and said yeah that dude's an idiot <laughs> yeah i mean the thing is like i i guess like if you said to me like if you said to me devin i'm gonna make like this tiktok video and it's gonna feature beetle milk art i'd probably say yes but when you offer of course but it, when you offer me money for it I'd probably be like lump sum too because I have zero belief in that. Um, I can understand where he's coming from. Plus, like it or not, I'm sorry. You can debate this with me if you want, um, but there's no debate to be had. In my opinion, books are superior to video games in essentially every way. Um, So uh, I don't blame him, but what I will say is that uh, guys out there, while you can shed a tear for Jason Page, who is only known for the Pokemon theme song, and pe- most people don't even know his name. To most people, he's the guy who sang the Pokemon theme song. Mm-hmm. Um, don't shed a che- don't shed a tear for Andrew S. Uh, my dude, you know he got paid off the Witcher. There was a Witcher TV series in like Poland. There's been a few Witcher TV series made before Netflix did it, and then the Netflix one happened. And the books, the sales. Once The Witcher three popped off, the sales of the books went through the roof. So my buddy Andrew is not poor. Right. It also doesn't particularly hurt that, like, as a pre-order bonus when the game was coming out, you actually got an excerpt of The Last Wish, so. Which, uh, the last, if you haven't read The Witcher books, um, I strongly suggest doing it. They're great. Even if you don't care about the games, you never played the games, never watched the series on Netflix or whatever, uh, the books are wonderful. They're absolutely great. Um, the Polish, uh, they're originally in Polish, and so there's English translations of them, and, um, you can tell in some places that it would have been a lot better in, in Polish, but uh, because like uh, they use the same terms a lot in the translation, like pirouette. Geralt in the books does a lot of pirouetting. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I mean, I don't know, man. I, 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 I don't know. So speaking of video games, mm-hmm. I earlier played uh, one of the most acclaimed RPGs that I've ever heard of in my life. For 30 minutes and i put it down and i don't know if i'm gonna pick it back up again because i feel like i got ripped off even though it was free and it is seriously so unclaimed that rpg uh is nears automata Auto- wait a second okay now i'm going to be saucy but continue before i start <laughs> So get this, guys. When you open up this game, which, like I said, I don't know. I don't know how Zach feels about it, guys. We don't rehearse this shit. This is off the top. So if you don't like it off the top, then you can go fucking listen to like I don't know Dan Carlin, who's amazing. Um, I mentioned him in the first podcast because he's great. Uh, oh, I dude, I've found a bunch of occult podcasts too. They're they're like super spoopy. It's nice. Anyway, okay. So what happens is you open up this game, and this game says to you, bruh. We don't have an autosave function. You're going to have to play the game to figure out how to save, right? So you get dropped into this world, and it tells you basically nothing about anything. It doesn't tell you how to fucking, like, how do you do your sword play. You figure it out pretty easily because you're smart, and you played games like The Witcher, and it's the same concept. So, you know, you, you press the X button for light attack and Y button for heavy attack type situation. 
Then R2, uh, R2 is uh, it's like a little zoom thing that also gives you a little bit of a boost for combos and stuff. And it drops you in, doesn't tell you anything. Uh, oh wait, actually no, I lied. The first thing you do in that game is you're a jet. You're a jet fighter in a jet, shooting people in a jet. And then it drops you on the ground and then suddenly you're using sword play. All these robots are coming at you. The game has told you nothing about anything. You face your first boss. The game has not told you anything about anything. You kill the boss. And then what happens is you keep going and um, you uh, face up against two of those bosses, at which point you might die because it's very difficult. And the game says basically game over. The credits roll incredibly quickly and it starts you all over. And you lo you you got to start the whole game again. You drop back in the jet. And I was like, fuck this. <laughs> and like put it down. Like fuck that bullshit. You guys could have done a save somewhere like halfway so I didn't have to do the whole jet thing again. Okay, why are you salty ghost body? Talk to me. Alright, so this is unfortunate for people who have Xboxes and have never like gotten in, heard of this series before. This is not the first game in that franchise. This is not the first game in that like universe. So I'll go ahead and give the preamble for anybody that's listening to this that hasn't heard of this. Near Automata is a game that was produced but that was created by the Platinum Video Platinum Games produced by Yokotaro. Yokotaro is a video game auteur to an extent. His games always have pretty interesting themes, relatively weird themes, and also, like, most of the time, well, when he's not the one directly ahead of it, interesting gameplay. So, the first game in this franchise was a PlayStation 2 game by the name of Drakengard, <laughs> and that had three games on its own right. Then there was Nier, which took place in the same universe, and then Nier Automata, which takes place also in that same universe, but in a fairly far off time in comparison um the gameplay itself is more of like your character action style game so like devil may cry or bayonetta that style game because platinum were also the ones who made who made uh bayonetta and also had a lot of work on devil may cry because well um one of the hideki kamiya is one of the guys that had like some influence on the game but he was also one of the developers of devil may cry now the game starts you off in that fashion because it kind of wants you to tr it wants you to figure things out. Now it does say that you'll figure out saving a little bit later on, and once you finish those bosses, it will. The dodging is incredibly important when it comes to playing that one um, because you will actually be able to slow down time in order to be able to do more devastating attacks. Um, it. It is it is a little rough to start off with, especially when you are going in with no knowledge whatsoever. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure you just kind of saw it on Game Pass, looked at it, and it's like, this looks cool, and downloaded it, right? Well, because I had been looking at other like uh, like people talking about RPGs that they like. Because I'm always I'm always on the lookout for good RPGs. Like that's just mm -hmm. something I really like, and that one just kept coming up. And mm -hmm. so yeah, I went into it blind. Uh, I just knew that people liked it, and I went into it blind, and. Uh, I got punished for it. Yeah, so what I will say is give it another run. Um, it's definitely a good one. Like It is an action RPG, and the fighting elements are more emphasized than the RPG elements, but the RPG elements come in later in the way of chips that you're actually like messing around with. If I go any further, I'm going to start spoiling things, but I will definitely say that it's a game that wants you to beat it multiple times. Because the story becomes more fleshed out as you beat it multiple times. And also different characters become introduced as well. Um, it's, like, honestly, out of the the year that it came out, which was 2018, 2017? 2017, I think. It was honestly one of the best games I've played of that year. Um, if you, if anybody that's listening to this hasn't played it, definitely look into it. Um, if you have a PlayStation, you can probably find it for like 20 bucks now. Um, if you're on Xbox, then you can find it on Game Pass. And I'm pretty sure the PC version finally works properly. <laughs> but definitely worthwhile a shot in order to give it a run because um, it, it it is a little punishing. But once you start getting upgrades for it, the game becomes a fucking cakewalk. So another game that you mentioned that I honestly, I bounced off of. I didn't like it. I thought it was annoying. 
was uh, actually uh, I have Game Pass, obviously, and mm-hmm. so uh, Devil May Cry, fucking five. Mm. I really, 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 I wanted to like it because I know it's such a popular franchise, but I was like, I'm playing it, just like, hey, I'm, I'm, uh, god damn it, what's the word? Nero. I'm stereotypical anime guy one. Hey, Nero. what's up? I'm stereotypical anime guy two with a really, really bad American voice actor. Oh, also, I have no arm. That makes me different. No arm, different. See, I'm over here. Look at, hey, hey, move. Look, hey, look at me. Oh, oh, now we gotta save this dude. Stereotypical anime guy one. No. Don't say, yeah. Oh, hey, look, here's a van. It's gonna flip in slow mo, and I'm gonna do a bunch of stuff that's physically impossible because anime. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> the fuck you expect? That game was so fucking weak it was like it was just like so cringe the entire thing is so cringe it's just like god like it's 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 crazy to me that there's like actual games out there with well thought out characters and just fucking awesome saw stuff and you still got these really famous games out there with guys that are essentially adolescents and in adult bodies you know Mm -hmm. they're like yo there's a bunch of killer monsters in front of me, but I got this big-ass sword. Yeah, it's a sword, guys. It's a sword. But, chicks, you know what I'm saying. It's a sword, right? You know? And it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, I got this big sword. Why don't we all just get in a big fight to the death? That sounds like fun, right? That sounds cool. That's why I like games like The Witcher, because Geralt didn't want to fight. Geralt wanted to be left the fuck alone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that, like, I, I, I'm so over the whole bring it and like because that's something you see a lot in anime like the whole like bring it like this isn't even my final form type bullshit mm. didn't he get like a robot arm or something she like gives him a robot arm and it's like ching 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 they're like boom 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 oh my god what a fucking what a big bag of stupid maybe mm. maybe if you played the old ones which i did not mm-hmm. uh then it's a little bit more uh it's a little bit less uh annoying but uh i found it incredibly incredibly fucking obnoxious and annoying and the graphics didn't even look that good so what how about them apples all right well <laughs> hmm all right let me just go ahead and uh pop this sodium real quick <clears throat> mm, mm. <laughs> a little bit of iodine <laughs> let me just let me just hit the salt real quick all right so double may cry the double may cry franchise it lives in audacity like it there's a franchise that lives and makes fun of itself. Like you can have the thing, the thing about the games like the Witcher, you can have as many fleshed out and extremely like serious games as you want. But every once in a while, some people want to have fun. Like Devil May Cry is definitely fucking anime. It is anime as shit. And that's part of the, that's part of the appeal of it. If you're not, if you end up being not really a fan of that, or if you're consistently exposed to like shown animes and stuff like that, then yeah fuck shonen the, anime fuck shonen anime getting there then you probably wouldn't like it however the story does actually pick up a little bit closer to the end of the game and actually nor, nor so more so near the middle um but because you don't have the background knowledge of a lot of those characters especially since you hadn't played three primarily like it just goes over you like a fuck it, it goes over you like a bone 747 that just lands into the yard next to you like, in your case, you're not going to really have the frame of reference for it. While with The Witcher, I'm gruff and serious, and I'm mad most of the time. I don't want to deal with this, but I'll do it anyway because I want to get my dick wet. Like, I love My kind of game. I love The Witcher, don't get me wrong, but there are times where in which Geralt is barely like he is in the books, even. And, like, and often is just kind of there like he's a participant inside of his own story but especially like for playing the witcher 2 you know that's the were ge- barely a factor inside that's of that the game. genius of the witcher though Geralt <laughs> isn't the main character he never was no that's the genius of it the entire <laughs> world is revolving and he plays such a tiny part that he barely matters but he's the main yeah, character in the game it's amazing yeah, 
that's what happens in a lot of like low fantasy um low fantasy rpgs and i can understand there's a time and there is definitely a time and place for that style that style but also one of the main jokes from the devil may cry community is is dante being wahoo yahoo pizza man like (laughs) yeah i can see that like the game is the game is a lot more style over substance when it comes to story but there are story bits that actually hit and it hits more so for the people who have laid the long run of them and like for near automata for example there are instances where in which you'll see callbacks to characters that in your case you're not really going to end up getting because you don't have the knowledge for it but even then those characters can still be pretty cool like and with the witcher in that case all those games are fully independent of one another like you can play the witcher 3 without having playing the witcher 2 and you can play the witcher 2 a little bit less so than without playing with the Witcher One, and the Witcher One controls horribly. And really, <laughs> to be truly honest with you, you shouldn't play the Witcher Two. You shouldn't play the Witcher One. That's I haven't. Honestly. I've never played the Witcher One. I watched a playthrough, but Ooh. the Witcher Two, dude, I have tried like ten times to get through the Witcher Two, and I because I love the character and I love the world, mm-hmm. and I'm done with the Witcher Three. Obviously, I beat the whole game in DLC, and the, I wanna I wanna experience more of the world and stuff, and I just can't. I just can't. Nope do it it's just like so fuck like i i love cd project red yo word up cd project red you guys are awesome but it's so fuck it's like oblivion right so like after you've played skyrim in my opinion oblivion becomes so incredibly outdated that it's not even worth playing anymore yeah that's pretty much how the witcher games are like once yeah. you play the next one there's no point to go back to the last one because the mechanics of the other one were not great like Witcher Three is an extremely balanced and polished game, but if I but I have played all three of them, and after playing like played The Witcher One is like that was fine. It didn't feel the best. Like and because I played games like Devil May Cry, I'm just like yeah, character action wise, this game's shit. But this isn't supposed to be a character action game. It's an RPG, so that's to be expected. It plays more like Dragon. It plays closer to like Dragon Age and more so Dragon Age Two than anything. Witcher 2, alright, this feels a little bit better refined, I can never go back to Witcher 1. Witcher 3, this plays even more refined. I can go back to Witcher 2 because I've played it recent enough where in which the mechanics still make sense to me, but if I have never played Witcher 2, I would not play that after playing Witcher 3. That's just a fucking horrible idea. I do want to give a side note on Geralt. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the deal. I decided I was going to do another playthrough of The Witcher 3 uh, recently. I fell off of it just because it had been so recent before I beat it last time that I'm kind of just like, nah, you know, I've, I've just did this, so I'll play something else. But for a while I was playing it, and I decided that I was going to play it in Polish, okay? Because mm-hmm. it's originally Polish. CD Projekt Red is a Polish company. And that whole, hi, I'm girl. Chicks really like me. You need your monster kill. I'll kill your fucking one. I'll kill your monster. You got the coin. I'll kill your monster. You got the coin. That whole, like, voice Doug Cockle does. Mm-hmm. Listen to the Polish Witcher. Just YouTube it. He's like, he sounds like this. He's like, um, I can, obviously can't speak Polish. But he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, hey, you want your monster killed? I kill your monster right now. It'll be beautiful. And then afterwards, we'll make sweet love. Sweet love all night with the unicorn. Okay? That's what he sounds smooth. Mm. Like, he's like straight up a smooth operator in Polish. And um, I kept playing. I played it in Polish for a while, but the reason I stopped was because um, a lot of times, a lot of stuff, uh, environmental stuff is dependent on the people around you. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if you're just walking past him, sometimes you'll hear something like, you know, did you hear that Mary disappeared last week? That kind of stuff. But if it's in Polish you can't, and you don't know Polish, then you can't catch that stuff. And it just sounds like, you know, a foreign language. So because, yeah. um, you know, the main stuff when they're talking is on the subtitles. Mm-hmm. So that's all good. But, yeah, I had to switch it back to English because I, I, I was giving up way too much side dialogue in order to be you know faithful to the to cd project red right now i will say that speaking on games that are play well in other languages as i mentioned before uh, metro 2033 is actually a really good one to play in russian 
Um, it like the they do subtitles for a lot of side conversations as well, so you don't end up missing that context for whatever they're talking about. And um, it's just very well done, and you can tell that some of the voice lines in English while a little awkward. Metro Metro Exodus doesn't really have the problem, and um, Metro um, Last Light doesn't have a problem as much. But um, in the English versions, you can tell where in which there's a little bit of context, where a little bit of subtext missing, missing, and some things are very uniquely Russian. But with um, but in but with those games and playing those in the original language, they do enough in order to make sure that the people who are playing in English can still catch on to things. And if you understand a little bit of Russian, then you actually get a bilingual bonus. Like there are some times where in which there is some really cool dialogue that you may miss. Otherwise, that while subtitle-wise it sounds like one thing, when you're actually hearing it, it sounds like another. Huh. I've never played Metro. Isn't it any good? Uh, it's a pretty enjoyable game. If anything, I would say you may want to start with Last Light instead of going directly to Metro 2033 and then Metro 2033 Last Light. Um, because Last Light plays a little bit better and is not as harsh when it comes to your decision of using real bullet to kill person or using junk bullet in order to like do damage but not as much and it's a first person shooter um so like you do you know it's a first person shooter that has a lot of rpg elements in the story and it's very heavily story driven so it was it's an enjoyable game i really liked it when i was playing it the thing that i hate is like a lot of the games that i've fallen in love with mm-hmm. um Oh, and also, just as a side note, in your case, it's, an extru- it's a relatively serious story. There's some wisecrack- wisecracks here and there, but for the most part, you're not going to have anyone powering up or anything. I it's like love... you trying to breathe in, um, like, not trying to breathe in radioactive air. Continue. <laughs> I love funny games. I love games with a lot, with beautiful, bright characters. One thing I just don't like, just to tell the truth, is... I just am so, and I've said it a million times, I'm so over everything to do with anime. I just wish <laughs> anime would shut the fuck up for life. It's all, it's, it makes me so, like, Tatiana listens to anime. She watches it constantly, and so anything that reminds me of it just automatically pisses me off. And um, it's not that it's bad. Like, please understand, I'm not making a value judgment. There's no way that I could call the same genre that produced, you know, uh, Cowboy Bebop bad. You know what I mean? Like, just like mm-hmm. in all fairness, I can't do that. But I will say that Shonen shit ruined it for me. You yeah, know? that's fair. I mean, honestly, like, My Hero Academia is not one of my favorite shows. And Teddy there's a lot of people who I'm just kind of like, no, why don't you like this? And I'm just like, because I've already seen this. I, I've seen, I know what the hero's story is. I, I it's, it's a, it's, it's a tried and true is a tried and true trope and it works well for what it is but i know what this is going and i see where this is going and there's no there's no risk there's no stakes so like even adventure time does a better job than that when it comes to most shown anime yeah i mean i i thought adventure time took itself way too seriously at the end but um okay so check it out i did have something i wanted to talk about today in specific mm-hmm. i did not warn zach about this by the way but uh, I want to do a segment in the podcast. So what I did is I pulled up GarageBand on my iPhone. I have a piano in front of me, so I'm going to oh, play okay. a little intro riff into our into the segment. Okay, here it is. It's called. It doesn't have a name yet. <laughs> Is Jesus a zombie? <laughs> yes. Believe it or not, and I'm sure you do believe it, I can't play piano. I'm sure you believe it fully. I'm totally serious. Is Jesus a zombie? Yes, Jesus is a zombie. Yeah. Actually, no, Jesus is not a zombie. <sighs> he's not. He's not. Jesus is not a zombie. So Easter's coming up, guys. Tomorrow is Easter, which some of my friends like to call 
Zombie Jesus Day. And that's interesting and stuff. But Jesus is not a zombie. So the, the principle, I'll go ahead and lay it out real quick, the argument here. The argument is that Jesus rose from the dead, therefore a zombie. To me, that is a very, very, very simplistic explanation, and I'll tell you why. There are two types of zombies in uh, culture that we know about that are like kind of accepted as the normal kind of what would be a zombie. Okay, The mm-hmm. first one is uh, the slow... Kind of slow-moving, fucking ooh, zombie made by Haitian voodoo, right? So Haitian voodoo makes zombies, but they're made to be slaves. Zombie, like, that's before, like, it became a horror trope. Because the reason it became a horror trope was because of our good friend, the recently passed uh, George Romero. Mm -hmm. And so Romero zombies are uh, faster, smarter, uh, all that good stuff everything you need for modern day zombie entertainment, but they are also, um, they're made usually by something like chemicals or disease or viruses. So those are science basically creates those zombies, not voodoo. So with that said, with those two explanations, Jesus rising from the dead, first of all, he did not rise in physical form. And second of all, even if he did rise in physical form, he did it with divine intervention, not with, uh, there was no zombie virus, you know, in year zero, zero 32 or whatever. It was, it was, uh, it was not like that. So divine help. One could argue Haitian voodoo is divine help, but I don't think that's a very good argument. Um, I also, I just don't think the whole argument that he's a zombie at all is a really a good argument. I think um, Jesus was, uh, you know, you know that his soul went down to hell. Mm-hmm. I still find that so interesting. By the way, Beetle Milk in October when we come back, we're uh, actually coming out with a herring of hell uh, design. It's going to be a hoodie. Great, more of my money gone. <laughs> yeah, I, I've already, I've already designed it and stuff and submitted it to okay. Tatiana. Okay. So, with that said, tell me that Jesus is a zombie. Actually, I'll say this. Uh, Jesus would be more of a lich, wouldn't he? Um, you're going to hate me, but I don't know what a lich is. Uh, okay. Um, generally speaking, they're the result of a transformation that um, maybe necess- maybe skilled in ne- maybe have a skill or some type of something that someone helped with necromancy. Um, they're... And like a ritual was done to make sure that their body was bound to their intellect and their soul, like generally stays in some way, shape, or form, and achieving a form of immortality. Mm, but Jesus wasn't immortal. He, I mean, he left. He wasn't bound to his body anyway. He basically came back ethereal, and he popped in on his apostles. Oh, it doesn't. That doesn't mean that they have to be in a physical in the physical realm. I mean, but then he went back to heaven. He went back to uh, mm-hmm. the bosom of Abraham, I think, is the is the term that they use. And um, I just want to, can we just sit there and, can we sit and picture a situation real quick? You're Jesus. Mm-hmm. You've been crucified. Mm-hmm. That's annoying. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then what happens is you uh, wake up and you're like, oh, shit, I've been crucified. That's mm-hmm. annoying. Right, because that's annoying. And so what happens is you're like, okay, well, I got to go down to hell and get the saints and all the righteous people. So you go down to hell. You slap Satan across the face with your giant savior, Messiah, Jesus, dick. You know? Just like that. I guess holy balls are all in his face. Holy balls. Oh, that's right. I have a pop filter over this. Okay. The so holy tea bag. That's 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 the balls. That's the holy balls on Satan's face. Okay. The holiest then, of tea bags. The holiest of tea bags. And then what happens is you get back up there and you're like, "Yo, I'm a spirit and I'm back on Earth. What am I gonna do? You know? I think I'm gonna see what Luke is up to. You know? And so you like pop in and he's like masturbating and you're like, "Hey, yo!" When you were a kid, didn't your mom ever tell you, like, don't do anything that you wouldn't do with Jesus watching? I'm watching. Go ahead. I was going to say, furious, <laughs> f- 
furiously continues eye contact <laughs> direct. You want to see this? You want to see? You want to peep in? Because privacy is a thing, my guy. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to finish this. You're going to watch. And this is how this is going to go unless you want to be a bitch and fly away. And then, uh, and then you know, you pop in on Judas who's getting ready to hang himself. And you're like, yo, Jude, don't make it bad, bruh. <laughs> okay. And Judas is like, the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, yo, 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 look. Just take a sad song and make it better. And Judas is like, why do you always have to say everything in parables? Why can't you just say every, anything straight? It's always got to be. You know what? Fuck this, Jesus. I'm done. I'm hanging myself. Na 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 Fuck you, Jesus. I'm out. And then he hangs himself. And Jesus is like, I guess you could say he's well hung. <laughs> Continue. Alright, so Continue swift swiftly, please. I can't even I can't even I can't even mention what happened to Matthew. Uh it's mm. just it's not appropriate. I can't talk about Matthew. Uh, but it had to do with his dad anyway. So, uh, basically he pops in and he's all like, I'm not going anywhere with this Zach. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just talking. All right. I have no, I'm, I'm waiting to see the end of, I'm, there's I'm no in game here, man. I'm just, oh, I'm seriously speculating about ghost Jesus visiting his, uh, masturbating apostles. That's, I mean, that's honestly what I, I'm trying to get some blasphemy in today. All right. Uh, hell Satan. Um, I'm not a Satanist, but hell Satan anyway. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just, I think it's a funny, it's a funny situation. You know what I mean? Fair. Yeah. I can definitely say that. Um, hmm. I mean, I'm just staring at the bag that I have to just blatantly says hell Satan on it. So I just like, hmm. And then I'm just like, organic hell Satan. Yep. That's the one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so shifting back to games for just a minute. Speaking of things that were reborn, hey, Final Fantasy came out this week. <laughs> oh, I heard Final Fantasy VII. Um, I don't know about the remake, but I heard the yeah. original was amazing. Yeah, it's really good. Um, so I played that one not too long ago, and it's still an enjoyable game to play. But for a lot of modern RPG audiences, it's going to be a rough going. Um, but the remake. While, like, changing things up a little bit, it has a little bit more action RPG elements to it, a little bit more like Kingdom Hearts, which, for me being me, I despise that franchise. And actually not bad in it. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> However. <laughs> Just tell a fucking story, okay, Kingdom Hearts? Jesus Christ, why are we in a simulation in this game? Hey, oi, 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 so oh, stupid. I'm sure somebody cares about it. But anyway, shifting back, uh, Final Fantasy VII is a, Final Fantasy VII remake is actually very well done. The graphics are impressive, minus some of the low poly textures that are on doors and some of the environment. Um, the gameplay is pretty nice overall. Like there's actually some depth there, and the and most of the time, whenever I have Tifa inside of my party, I automatically switch to her anyway because I could not give a shit about Cloud. But the um oh, but it's a fun one it's it's actually pretty fun so far i'm only like four hours four or five hours in um in like earlier section of midgar before the second terrorist attack which keep in mind actually that's something i wanted to get on keep in mind that um while a lot of people and a lot of places consistently say that games do not have politics in it or we don't want our games to be political messages or have politics in them think back in a time Transport your mind back to 1997, 1998, Dev. Good year. Yeah, good times, good times. But here's the thing. Back then, a bunch of kids that are now our age were, were playing an RPG where in which you were an eco-terrorist. I never played said RPG. I was too busy looking at Victoria's Secret and thinking it was porn. God, everybody got this year's catalog. Anyway, um, Aww, yeah, my dude. <laughs> ah, that's what, kids these days have. A, you know, I'm so mad at kids these days. All you gotta do is hit a Pornhub. Kid, while, I know. Like, 
You, we had like, to work for hours. We had to use imagination. Like, I don't even get it. Like, when they're like, I'm so depressed. Like, life is so hard. I'm like, bro, you your have... mom and dad got you an iPad. Bro, Pornhub. You have so many options. Actually, but... did you know what's interesting? Um, not to cut off your thought, my dude, but okay. I don't know if you know this, but uh, younger, like teenagers, mm-hmm. um, statistically, the amount of sex that teenagers are having is uh, plummeting. Which, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, I just know that it is. And, uh, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. Because when I was a teenager, I had tons of it. So, fucking yeah. party on. But the you guys want to fap instead. Have fun. Like, <laughs> the whatever. behind it is partially because, like, um, because there's a little bit more of a separation of people now. Like, you have more so social media and, like, less emphasis on having to be in person and it impersonal contact in certain elements of like society like the teenage group they've also been inundated with like not while while there's a little bit less sex is bad type thing it's a lot more like hey do you want to have a kid no then don't do this or rather do this safely while and while the do this safely message gets shoved to the not don't do this a lot more often um they're just not they just don't really see as much of a point in it it's not as rebellious as it used to be it's not as taboo as it used to be so like socially it kind of makes sense that the bell curve is like going downward on that one but at least we don't have the problem that japan has when it comes to that we're in which you have an inverted birth rate (laughs) yeah i mean i i don't i honestly I don't understand, dude, because, like, I mean, I I guess I understand from, a like, a philosophical point of view. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, or, like, a, just, like, a purely scientific point of view, I understand. But, like, from a, I was once 15, 16-year-old point of view, I don't get it. Because, like, when I, was, when I was a teenager, dude, and, you know, I'm 32 now, so things are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But when I was a teenager, like, it was, like, the wind blew and I was ready to party. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> It was like constantly. It was always. It was just like always. It was just like I'm always ready to party. No matter who you are, no matter what you look like, the only thing I ask is that you are not a guy and you're not dead. That's about it. All right? Other than that, we're good to go. And um, I so, I, I mean, like thinking like like teenagers today, like, and, and like if that's how they are, like if they're not the same way I was, that's perfectly fine, of course. Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine, I mean, like, me, like, I'm trying to think, like, if I was a teenager and I had had access to all the sweet-ass stuff that, you know, teenagers have today, because, like, Snapchat, (laughs) boy, if I had Snapchat when I was a teenager, I'd be in prison right now. That's where I'd be, all right? I'm just saying, I'd be in jail right now, okay? Um, I think, I think most of us would, but, and I... Well, at least we would not be able to be, to go into office, (laughs) What do you mean? Uh, just like knowing how much dirt would be on people, just in general. It's like, oh, this person had lo- nudes leaked. Well, oh, that yeah. was like, yeah, fif- that was definitely. like fifteen years ago, my guy. Um, that's cool. Everybody uh, was doing it. <laughs> if you guys want to get me aged and get me dated, I'm gonna tell you that I took my first nude pictures of a girlfriend of mine, um, when with Polaroids. I used a Polaroid camera. And years later, I actually was going, I don't know if I mentioned this ever before, mm-hmm. but um, I was going through a photo album and I found them and gave them back to her. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought I was like, okay, how can I be classy about this? Cause uh, you know, I don't need these. They're not serving any purpose. And I was like, you know what? You can have them. I probably should have just burned them, but you know, I was like, I don't yeah. know. I mean, like it could have held some type of. It, it would definitely be an interesting story if anybody else found those. That's for damn sure. Um. <laughs> the thing is, is I don't know, but I, I guess like I guess what went through my mind is that the girl in question was my first girlfriend, my first like real girlfriend. I had a few girlfriends before, but my first one, and um, she now has a few kids, and she's um, you know, she's a lot different and like. You know, her life has gone a lot of weird places. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I guess maybe I was thinking, like, it might be cool for her to see, like, what she looked like naked back when she was, like, you know, super, mm. super young and super fine and stuff. Mm. She's still beautiful to this day. She might have other pictures of it. I don't know. But um, those years were me and me alone. And then other people came in later after we broke up. So, mm. you know. 
I don't know. I thought I thought it might be cool to give back. She she's never commented on them again, and we don't really talk that much anymore because you know I'm married and stuff. So yeah, life but, life happens. Yeah, but wherever she is, man, I I'm putting good vibes into the universe for her. I I it's hope she's fun. well. I hope she's well. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, so, like, yeah, if we ask Snapchat and shit like that, I just, I don't know, man. I don't see it. Like, I can't imagine, like, a teenage years where I'm just, like, not completely obsessed with pussy. Like, I just can't. Like, I just, I don't, under, I don't, like, the concept is, like, foreign to me. You know what I mean? And, um, but if, like, teenage, like, teenage boys these days aren't, then that's cool. Like, you do you, but, I mean, yeah. All my teenage boys out there, you need to know them teenage girls, man. They're obsessed with dick. Everybody's obsessed with everything. Y'all should put yourself out there. Just do it safely. You yes. know what I mean? Do it safely. There we go. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't even be talking about something so controversial, but. I mean, it's not. Okay. So let's put it this way. Dev, one. This is our podcast. We can talk about whatever the fuck we want. And two, um, realistically speaking, like as long as people are being safe about whatever they're doing, it's generally fine. Yeah, be like, safe, dudes. As long as the proper precautions are being taken are taking place beforehand and after, then like it's a human thing to do. And I enjoy the fact that this all spawned off of like a comment while I was talking speaking about Final Fantasy. But anyway. <laughs> that's true i did it like it's it's fine for people to like discover themselves and figure out things about themselves when it comes to like if any teenagers are watching any or listening watch what the fuck are listening or like trying to like figure things out when it comes to it you know go forth and explore like go ahead and take care of that early on so you can have a more actualized and self-realized version of yourself later so you don't have to try and figure that out later when it's significantly harder to change things later and then just like never getting around to it and always feeling less fulfilled and not being the person that you want to be so i actually yeah totally i I actually can speak on this a little bit Mm -hmm. assuming that we have some teenage listeners which um the truth is beetle milk has a very very heavily teenage fan base so, it's a little wild, isn't it? Huh? It's a little wild, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's a lot of teenagers and a lot of uh, LGBTQ plus. So, oh, yeah. um, which I I love and I think is great and I'm Definitely. super happy about. So, um, if any of them happen to listen to this, check this out. Two things. The first one is uh, we can't stress enough. If you're going to go out there and do stuff, do it safely. And the reason yes. I say that is because every single like seriously, every single um, girl I knew in high school who was out there doing their thing and they went and got pregnant. I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm just saying you got to be safe. Okay. Cause I know, I know how it is. I know how it is in the moment and stuff, but you got to be safe because, uh, mm-hmm. uh, every single one of them later was trying to sell tights or cooking equipment or something else on Facebook. <laughs> every single one of them that got oh, pregnant gosh. early was trying to do that. Some oh, of the girls, oh. I, I'm telling you, some of the girls I went to high school with, like went to college and they got good careers and they're doing amazing. And I'm so happy for them. But the ones who um the ones who had babies early are Luluru, <laughs> oh, representative Mary Kay or whatever. Shit. Yeah, oh, it's no. it is it's true. Like it's oh. like mathematically insane. Like, like you just you're minding your business on Facebook one day, and then suddenly someone that you haven't talked to in like eight years, hey, how's it going? How are you doing? Fine. What's up? So. I got this thing going on that yeah. um, I'm going to send you an invite to. Oh, no. Uh, game. I want to make sure that it's like we are our own bosses here. Like there's nobody ahead of us. We are small. We are small business owners. I'm just like, hold up. <laughs> Let me, you know. I don't need to tell you what a pyramid scheme is because you're already so indoctrinated, especially if it's a Lulu Jesus Christ. If you're already so indoctrinated that it's like, I have no, there's no point for me to try and help you out here. You are, it, it's, it's done. You'll see the cult. Once you manage to get to the end of it, join the Beetle Milk cult. And Beetle you, cult. <laughs> you will see the end of the tunnel once you have a negative deposit of about a grand inside of your inside of your bank like or 
or or you ended up joining like one of those weird ones that just ends up being like a creepy sex cult. <laughs> so good luck to that. I guess Best to you. Let's I, not. <laughs> I guess that I'll use this opportunity to uh, say two things. Um, the first one is that the Beetle Monk cult is called the Beetle Cult is not a sex cult, and we, you don't have to sell anything. It's a lot of fun. All you got to do is be nice. That's that's yep. all. In, that's all the membership takes. Just be nice. Now, um, uh, the la- the last thing on that subject that I want to talk about actually mm-hmm. was um that uh, I actually know somebody. So, uh, piggybacking off of you talking about kind of getting to know yourself and like, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. I know somebody in my personal life who I've known for a very long time, and I won't say any names, but I've known them for we don't ever. Yeah, we're not name dropping unless, you know, it's like Jason Page. But um, he uh, what happened was he decided pretty early on that he wasn't going to have relationships. He wasn't going to get down. He -hmm. wasn't going to do any of that stuff until he met the one. Okay. Um, Now, that in and of itself, I think, is an honorable intention. I think that's I think that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. But I do think even if you're saving yourself, I still think you probably should date. The reason is because he didn't. He didn't date. He didn't do any of that. And so, like, now he's, you know, knocking 30's door down, to quote Eminem. And he uh, he's never dated or anything like that. And so I'm like, I'm like, yo, like, what are you even looking for? And he's like, and this is this is what he says. He says, I'm looking for a pretty woman and her preferably late 20s mm-hmm. who is faithful to god mm-hmm. and is a virgin mm-hmm. and doesn't have any kids mm-hmm. and i said good fucking luck <laughs> good fucking Ooh, luck you're going okay. to die alone mm-hmm. i'm like dude like the advantage of dating when you're younger is mm-hmm. not that you're dating it's not that you're out there like the reason is because you can discover all the stuff out there that sucks so that when you find your 20-something-year-old woman of God with no kids that's a virgin, somehow, um, that you know you don't realize that she snores, and you hate that, and you can't tolerate it, and then you're stuck right. in a situation you don't want to be in, you, you got you to gotta learn. Homie's out here like trying to find the best Christian mingle match. <laughs> I'm telling you. And like it's like... It's like the other thing, the virgin thing. What does virginity have to do with anything? Experience Nothing. is king. Yeah. Give me, dude, seriously, I'm gonna be real. Like, like, you know, if I wasn't married and stuff, like always guys always remember I'm married and I'm happily married. But like if if I wasn't married, give me the 35 to 40 year old slut. Like, I I want her. You know what I mean? You don't want her, I got her. The I'm one not... that identifies as a slut and is like one hundred percent comfortable with her shit. Yeah, she owns it, man. She Buena. owns it. Fucking okay. Buena. All right. Now I might not marry her, you know what I mean? Not because I have a problem marrying, you know, promiscuous women or anything like that. Just because, like, that's a little bit of an age range outside of mine because I'm 32, you know. But but as far as, like, just, like, hanging out and mingling and having a good time, like, I will hang out with her gladly. Yeah. You know? And I will love her. I will love her. And I actually, uh, for a little while, I was seeing, uh, like, a cougar. And I enjoyed it very much. She was very sweet. Very good human. And so, like, it kind of, it's like, it's like kind of like, Dude, you're like, you're like denying yourself the awesomeness of cougars. You denied yourself the awesome of high school girls. You d- you're denying yourself the awesomeness of everything for for you know for uh, stay at home mom Christian Barbie, who yeah. might or might not exist. You know, like I don't know about all that. Uh, yeah, no. This is the same kid that told me that my relationship with Tatiana is between her, uh, me, her, and Jesus. Jesus doesn't want to know what you've been doing to, with Tatiana. Oh he my does God. not, dude. Well, or I don't he, know. Assume, assume, I mean, but then again, he was probably looking in just like, hmm, I mean, uh, that's a good idea. Not bad, my guy. Not bad. All right. And here I thought humans had lost their inventiveness. You know, I mean, if he's going to sit there and watch Matthew masturbate or whatever, then uh, if he's going to watch Luke masturbate. I'm sure he can deal with, you know, with my unless Jesus is a racist, unless he's a racist. But I don't see how he would be considering Jesus was black. Um, I mean, the only way that that would probably be the case is if we're going off of uh, TMCR white Jesus. 
Which we are not. Because Which we are not. White Jesus is not a thing. White Jesus is a Borgia. We fuck. We fucking hate the Borgia. <laughs> What's it? What? The Borgia. Um, there's the image of what is generally known as the current day Jesus is a person that was from the Borgia family, I believe, based on the Pope's son. Yeah. Uh, Caesar Caesar Borgia. Um, he's a member of the Borgia family. The Borgia family was a very very influential family. I'm giving you a compliment, my dude. Okay. In Spain, that um, he was the son of one of the popes. And the modern image of what people see as Jesus is based more so on Caesar Borgia. And, like, he, he's trash. That's, w- that's where that particular image came from, and he became significantly European. Um, right around, like... 1503 or so um yeah right around there because they most of the time kind of aim for that and there's a bunch of physicians there's a bunch of artists well, I was, I was um a bunch of artists that ended up going with that image and that image kind of just stuck from there so from 1503 ad is essentially where in which um well ace as it were um that's where that image of what we what people consistently pray to now as Jesus came from, and also once again fuck the Borgia they were they were fucking corrupt as shit. Uh, well, I didn't know that actually. That is completely new information to me. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I told something. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea, dude. That's cray cray. Yeah. So for everybody out there, um, we're gonna have to wrap this up soon. But uh, I, I want to um, just I want to want to add a note to uh, what's been said here. If when you picture Jesus in your head, he's white. Fuck you. You're wrong. How are you going to have a lily white, blonde hair, blue eyed Messiah born in the middle of what? Bethlehem or some shit, bro, bro. It's fucking stupid. Do I got to be the person to say it? Do I got to be the pe- person to tell people that everybody in the Middle East is dark, my dudes? Let like, me be the person. To t- let me Hold on. Let the resident darky <laughs> say that to the people. Uh, I would never use the term darky, but okay, if that's, <laughs> that's what you want to say. I, I can say it in my uh, case. All right, you do you, boo-boo. Go for the, it. The resident, the, resident, the resident with the actual, like, God-given tan, quote-unquote. Uh, melanin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus is not white, guys gals and everyone in between and whatever you are whoever you are if you believe in the jesus if you believe in the jesus if you believe in the jesus salsa he's not white there is there is actual seasoning on that chicken my guy there's actual braising of that beef (laughs) oh my god he's not he's not You're fucking killing me, Zach. Where is this? Where is this during the whole podcast? I need, I need this fun. I need this funny shit right here. The the braising of the beef, the honey baking of the ham. Let me just tell you, there is some honey drizzled on this bacon. There is not. That does not. No, you you don't. You don't come in to this. You don't come into this house. You don't come into this place with this unseasoned shit. You do not come in with raisins in your shit. That is not how we do this here. Oh my he is God, not white. He's not. He never was, guys. I mean, you you can try and pull the you can try to pull the Middle Eastern is classified as Caucasian on the census thing as much as you want. Fuck the census. No, that's not it. That is not that is not it, my peeps. We do not do this here. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. Thank you. That was very nice. I hope we made our point. Ladies and gentlemen. Um <laughs> I think we need to go off on that note, my guy. <laughs> I think so too. I think that's gonna be it. You wanna do shout outs? Um so to all the people who are of the faith, shout out to you for not going to your church services and doing alternatives to keep everyone safe. 
Um, shout outs to those of you who don't believe and just want to have some level of spirituality to yourselves. We 100% respect that, and you do you. Amen. Uh, let's see. Um, shout out to, you know, fucking being able to live right now. <laughs> um, shout outs to getting money whatever way you need to get it. Yet it be a fans only account or doing your hustle whatever way you need to see it fit and making sure that you're surviving in this time. Very nice. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to give a shout out to everybody staying inside and not going to a beach with like a bunch of jackasses. Hell yeah. I'd like to give a shout out to all the people, as Zach said, that are practicing their faith inside in order to make sure that other people and their children and their elders are safe. Most important. Yes. I'd like to give a shout out to everybody who likes Shonen Jump anime and who thinks it's awesome. Um, wash your eyeballs out with soap twice a day for two weeks, and that should cure that problem. All Artie's right. going to fucking kill me for that, but all right. Uh, Artie? Artie, yeah. Artie's a massive MAH fan. MHA. Ugh. Oh, man. Artie's awesome. I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't hate on stuff that Artie likes. No. I'd like to give a shout out to the posse, uh, Zach here. Um, also, I'd like to give a shout out to Artie, also known as Artie the Poet. I'd like to give a shout out to Jupiter. I'd like to give a shout out to Rose, Sam, Aiden. There's a million of them. The posse's All you out there. Lovely motherfuckers that we don't get to see as often as we would like to right now. Yeah, you, you guys are you guys rule. Also, Twenty One Pilots. I want to give a shout out to them. We didn't talk about them, but they actually put out a music video. Dude, it was so sweet. It's so sweet. Go look it up after. It's like uh, I forget what it's called. It's like loss of control or like something like that. And like it's basically the music video. The premise is that they have a hard drive, that uh -huh. they have a flash drive that they're mailing to each other because they're recording themselves recording the song on the GoPro because they're in quarantine. Yeah. And um, the the like main line is "Would you be my quarantine?" And um, hmm. they reacted very quickly to this whole thing. Anyway, and then at the end of the music video, it turns out they live next door. Hey. Um. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so shout out to 21 Pilots. Shout out to everybody else. Um, in conclusion, guys, I hope nothing in here has offended you. And if it has, I'm sorry. Um, I'm a little bit more apologetic than I was when I was younger. But also fuck you if you're offended. Uh, kids and teenagers and adults and men and women and everything in between and everything before and after, you should all go get your pool. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Now, now uh, if you need to get a hold of me, or you need anything from me, beetlemilk.com, at beetlemilk on Instagram, beetlemilk stuff on Twitter or Facebook. If you need to get a hold of Zach here, the way to do that is... Uh, uh, True Ghost Body. True Ghost um, Body, thank you. Yeah, it should be that, I believe. Um, I swear I'm horrible at like social media sometimes. Uh, let me make sure. Yeah, at True Ghost Body on Twitter. Um ghost body on instagram um d -d 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 facebook page which is borderline dead is ggfaquza which that's the that's the game name i go under when i go to tournaments which is bm fakuza now um, yeah boy and also um twitch.tv slash ghost body if you ever want to come in hang out and chat i'm playing some like long ass games recently so that and fighting games as well also, um, I have to give a shout out actually to um, mm -hmm. a new thing that we opened up on the Discord that I think is a lot of fun. Not too long ago, um, I was uh, doing a live on Instagram, and they uh, Artie, I believe, actually was the one who had the idea uh, of choose your own goosebumps. So mm -hmm. every Friday, I read a choose your own goosebumps, or we actually did D and D this last Friday on the Discord. So um, on our Instagram, at BeetleMilk, you can go into the link tree, find the Discord link, it's there, and uh, join up and hang out with us for Frightful Fridays, 7 uh, p.m. CST, every Friday, and uh, we all get down in there and hang out, and that is where, oh, Zach, did you see earlier on the Instagram Live that uh, Winking God, Winking Moon, Winky Moon is going to be a card in my card game? Perfect. <laughs> I did not, but perfect. If that's going to be Kara's card, Perfect. All right. Yeah, Winky Moon is going to be a card. So it's going to be great. All right, everybody, please stay safe. Continue to stay safe and have a beautiful, beautiful Easter. And uh, I hope you all are well. And I'll miss you until next week. All right. We Later. Love you. love you, boo.
This program is a presentation of Beetlemilk.com. For more information on Beetlemilk, go to www.beetlemilk.com or basically check out all the fucking social medias because modern day business forces us to be on there. Just look under Beetlemilk, you'll find us. For more information on Zach, also known as Ghostbody, check out twitch.tv slash ghostbody. He has a wonderful stream that's well worth seeing, and I'm trying to get him into making some merch, but he hasn't took me up on it yet. So uh, make sure that you bug him about that as well. During these uh, crazy, crazy times, we hope everybody stays safe. We hope everybody stays happy and enjoy your quarantine. All right. And we'll catch you later.